0: Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. We appreciate your support of the podcast during these uncertain times in the world. Nefkanuk and I are going to do our very best to keep things positive. So, with that in mind... Coming up on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, Nefkanuk and I with the usual odds and ends, including... What Neff's been watching in Anime Land. What I've been playing in Video Game Land. And we'll talk about one of the latest trends in Japan that is now the focus of an upcoming anime scheduled for release this summer. Let's get to work. Right now. Here on... Extreme Anime Radio. From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to anime fans and fans of the Japanese culture all around the world, welcome to the March 12th, 2020 installment of the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I'm JR, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and uh, I'm joined as per usual by my friend North of the Border, where... I think people can still leave Mr. Nefkanuk. Good evening. Um, that's the current
1: status. Just like the sports leagues, wait five minutes, and that status may change. Yikes.
0: Oh, boy. Well, the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is here. And uh, before we get started, of course, we'd like to let everybody know that we are on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. You can also listen to our Extreme Anime Radio podcast by searching for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, including places such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and various other locations. We have uh, our schedule coming up, which we mentioned in the last show. Um, We're probably going to have one more show Next week, and uh, live stream, that is, and then uh, no more live streams until the first or second week of April, Um, and in the middle of that, we'll do the uh, Ballet Cosplay Safety Show for you guys to listen to on the podcast feed. Um, Obviously, Neff, a lot has changed in the world since we last spoke uh, a week and a half ago.
1: I I was going to say, you, sir, are the master of understatement, because... What we thought was going to be a minor kerfuffle is slowly but surely turning into a uh oh moment
0: more of a kerfuffle oh,
1: yes this is a kerfuffle plus as opposed to a kerfuffle light
0: oh boy um so we kind of agreed that we're not going to dote too much on the subject but uh, I was kind of kidding with him before we came onto the air um. With everything in the world being canceled or postponed, uh, one of the few things that's still around is, well, our podcast seems to be uh, one of the few things going around now uh, that is not uh, closed or canceled or whatnot.
1: I, I was going to say, we're both healthy, hearty, and hale, and uh, let's stay that way. Thanks, boss.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obviously, nobody's too happy with uh, developments, especially in the last few days all around the world. Um, Mm. Yesterday, uh, especially, was a gut punch, I know, to a lot of people. Um, And now, uh, you know, things that have uh, further developed uh, today. So uh, the last 48 hours haven't been too nice.
1: Well, I mean, as we said, things rapidly changed and uh, things that we assumed would proceed maybe in an altered form no longer can do so or no longer feel they can do so safely because that's the major issue we have to worry about, the safety of the people involved. Because, of course, you know, things can be done later. People, you can't do them later. Exactly. There's the now.
0: Right, exactly. So... Um... We do hope that uh, this uh, coronavirus situation passes quickly and that everybody can get back to their regularly scheduled lives. But uh, for the next few weeks, it's probably going to be not so regular.
1: Uh, I I was going to say it's a bit chaotic. I mean, up here, when the prime minister has to self-isolate after his wife came down with the flu-slash-suspected COVID-19,
0: Yikes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously a big situation. Uh, another Sarah cosplayer I spoke to earlier today, Ems and I, um, she said that in her uh, province it was the first uh, positive case. So uh, the worst isn't over yet.
1: Mm. Yeah, in Canada, it seemed, it seemed to be only initially at ports of entry, but has migrated in. Right. so much so that certain areas have now resorted to what's been going on in the states where they're limiting the number of people in a given area to try and halt the spread which has led to a cancellation of at least one convention in Quebec uh, that would be Nadeshcon that's been canceled
0: that has been what canceled now okay
1: yeah yeah they were they were talking about what they had to do but unfortunately uh the the wording of the edict that they got from the government was kind of like yeah you're not going to do that right a question now of just moving forward and uh, like I said, for the rest of us I mean, I look at it this way with everything cancelled after I do the one family thing I have to do early Saturday morning and yuck to that I'll have an entire weekend to basically watch anime. There you go! <laughs> exactly, because there's nothing else on! I can watch anime till my eyeballs fall out! Actually, no, I can't have my eyeballs fall out, <laughs> that would be bad.
0: Something I discovered uh, this past week when I was off from work with regards to my, uh, trip to Japan in 2017. I've been redoing some of the, uh, the videos I shared on YouTube and, um, I discovered, well, the last time I worked on those, uh, revisit videos, um, August, 2019. So about six months ago. Well, you have lots of time now. Oh yes. I discovered three unfinished versions or I should say, unreleased versions on YouTube. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, I'll, I'll just take care of these now, and then maybe I have something to do in the days ahead while I'm not working.
1: <laughs> well, hey, at least you've got, at least you've got something you know you can work on. And it's uh, going to keep you occupied, right? Uh, like I say, in, in my case, it's like you know, with all the other stuff going on, this is kind of like okay, just another rock in the road, and it's turning into the fact that. Work is turning out, as insane as it is at times, my job, my real job, Mm -hmm. it it is turning out to be an oasis of sanity in comparison to -hmm. everything else.
0: Oh, just ask one question before we move on from coronavirus. Um, Not to put you much on the spot, but is there anything you can tell us about uh, preparations for Anime North at this stage?
1: At this stage, no. We do have a meeting that's scheduled to happen in a couple of weeks, not this weekend, but the weekend following. Uh, if you go to the website, anime you'll find what we've had, uh, what we have so far uh, lined up for guests, etc. Um, as I've said to JR off the air, some of the issues may arise because planning meetings tend to get rather large for our convention. And so I'm a little going, wait a minute here. We have all these people in a room. And between you, me, and all the listeners on the podcast, sometimes people show up who really shouldn't show up. They're, they're, quite ill. Yeah. But they feel they have to. So this time if any of them are listening, if you so much as have a sniffle and you show up and I show up, I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> and this might be the good time to talk to the disclaimer because I left it out of the intro, I believe. The views and opinions expressed by Nefkanuk or myself or anybody we have on the podcast are their opinions alone and do not represent the opinions of the whole podcast in general. So, now that's out of the way.
1: Okay, the disclaimer, claimer, we got that out of the way. So, um, in something more positive, I'm going to talk about a mobile game. Now, of course, mobile games, they generally want something from you. They want your time. They want your investment of energy. And normally, they want your money. Of course. Most mobile games require that you spend stupid amounts of cash to get anywhere which has been a major sticking point with me over the years. Mm. However, one of the mobile games I've played, uh, Fate Grand Order, is somehow managed the distinction. I've managed to actually finish the main game. Now, a lot slower than everybody else, mind you, because, again, I didn't spend one dime on the game. But I actually managed last night to finish the main game. Oh, wow. Which is interesting because the ending has a twist that explains things that you saw in special events that happened after the main story. Hmm. So it's like a major character is actually missing in those special events, and you don't know why until you finish the game. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. but it was it was quite you know the, the ending and it's like initially I thought there were two characters who would no longer be with us, but they bring one character back with the absolute ultimate pull it out of you know your hat. Maneuver that just I was like, okay (laughs) I I understand Why you brought the character back The character's popular, I understand that Mm -hmm. But that way When it involves A furry little thing That all it normally says is Foo, foo, foo (laughs) And if you know who You know the character I'm talking about That goes foo, foo, foo And that character leads to another character's resurrection You're like going Oh, Were they boy. smoking something when they wrote that script? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> How old is the game? Do you know? Um, well, like I said, uh, I believe it's 2018. Okay, when it was first released, because the whole the whole premise of the game is you're trying to restore the timeline that ended in 2018. Okay, so it only took me two nearly two years to actually do. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ho- I hope nobody was expecting it like on time. <laughs>
0: Well, especially if you don't put in the investment, of course.
1: Yeah, it's like, there. I'll say this, there are other mobile games where I have, you know, put in, I call it stupid amounts of cash. But it's only because the premise is so goofy, it's like, yeah, I think I'll reward the developers with a little bit of coin, you know, just to make them happy. Yes. Maybe it doesn't get me much farther in the game, but meh.
0: Well, you know where my money went these last few days, Neff. Uh, I'm trying to remember. What
1: was that again?
0: Oh, God. And, and all I'll
1: say to that is I, I, I've honestly thought about you know getting a Switch because I have enough points to do that. Okay. But then I thought, okay, I'll be sitting in front of my TV on the Switch for hours. That's probably not so healthy either.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately, that's what I'm doing with the game I picked up.
1: Well. Uh, you you certainly would you know be able to go for an hour or two and then you know go for a walk whatever. By the time the hour or two is over and I'm sitting on my couch,
0: I ain't moving anymore for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the game in question is Super Mario Party, and it's one of uh, Nintendo's quote unquote core games for the Switch uh, that they put on sale uh, this week to celebrate March 10th. And you know what March 10th is, right?
1: Well, yes. In fact, I didn't realize it until I happened to look at my clock in the kitchen. You know the clock I'm talking about. Yes. It has a digital dot matrix display. Right. Where it shows the time and then the date. Mm Mm-hmm. With a three-letter abbreviation for the month and then the date itself. So, what's the month, boys and girls, right now? March. And what was... The other day. The 10th. So, if you take M-A-R and slam it next to a 10, what does it
0: look like? Mamma mia! That's a spicy meatball! And so there you go. (laughs) That's it. So, um, there are a few games uh, of uh, Mario that you can get now. Uh, There's uh, uh, Super Mario Party. Uh Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics, which I already own, um, and Super Mario Odyssey, and I think a few more that are about $20 off until tomorrow. So you can uh, buy them at your local game store, or you can order a digital code online and just plug it into your Switch. So I decided to uh, cave in and uh, spent $40 to get the Super Mario Party game. I used to play uh, Mario Party, as you know, Neff. In the visit, you came over here. We played together. We also played with Mary uh, when it was on the Wii.
1: I was going to say that I remember that playing on the Wii. It was like, okay, this is fun, but then I also feel like I'm, you know, flinging my arms left and right and going to hurt somebody, most likely me. me.
0: (laughs) It is. uh, I have to say, Nintendo really did their homework with this game. It is more versatile. There's a lot more to do. Especially for the solo player. Because as you know, uh, Super Mario Party is supposed to really work better if you have more than one person in the room. So um, they've created some more challenges for people. Obviously, the more people you have in the room, the better. But they're also making it um, accessible, if you will, for individuals who want to play by themselves. And... Um, that goes from the mini games to uh, the regular games themselves. They also have um, some side quests that you can do. They have what's called a rec room, where you can play uh, interesting games by yourself as well. So it's uh, very very interesting. And then there's also like a, a small online multiplayer section where you can uh, challenge your friends or. Uh, people around the world to um five mario um party mini games.
1: Hmm. I was going to say that if there was an online component and you answered that question I'm going hmm well let's see
0: <laughs>
1: that makes me curious again about buying a switch. Yikes.
0: But I should point out this Mario Party the online multiplayer is not very strong. Because I think the online multiplayer is only limited to... I, I think that's what's called the Mariothon. Playing those small selection of mini-games online. So you don't get mm. to play the main board game together... Nor can you participate in group quests. Uh, most of the game is geared towards uh, local play. Mm. I'm guessing
1: probably because of the lag. Because while reasonable lag can probably be achieved... If you're reasonably close... Once you get far enough away, it's like, Marty!
0: Yes. (laughs) I think uh, it's really, really endless. You can uh, do a lot more with Super Mario Party than you could with um, Mario Party 8 for the Wii and obviously the previous incarnations. There's a lot more twists and turns um, that you have to face, and... uh, uh, not to mention, there are certain parts of the game that you get to unlock as you progress. So I think uh, for the discount, it's $40 well spent.
1: Well, $40, that's not bad at all. I mean, of course, that means up here, uh, about 50 something, I would think. Although I haven't checked.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I think that would be around that much. Uh, but yeah, it's a game that, uh, I probably am going to go back to playing when we're done. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where if it, if it manages to entertain you both as a standalone and a multiplayer game, then I think it's met its, you know, it's met its task
0: because, right.
1: you know, with these type of games, sometimes they are very strong multiplayer, very strong single player. It's very hard, I think, to find that perfect balance because, you know, it's always, let's do multiplayer, let's do a single player.
0: And then, you know, it doesn't always work. Yeah, so I'll be enjoying Super Mario Party at least for the next eight days because what comes out in eight days? Another big, uh, well, actually, I think two big games are coming out uh, a week from tomorrow. Um, it's Animal Crossing is one, and that's the one I'm getting. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, but isn't there, oh man, there's another game that's coming out the same day, I think, and uh, I can't remember what it is.
1: Oh, okay, he's going to search online, folks, because he's probably looking at buying
0: that one, too. (laughs) Um, the other game that's being released is not my cup of tea. Oh, yeah, Doom. Oh, yeah,
1: that's old school. (laughs) <laughs> and if they made it similar to back in the day there's going to be a healthy amount of oh boy
0: splat yes all
1: over the screen
0: yes doom eternal is coming out the same day as animal crossing
1: that's called counter programming to the extreme i mean i'm going okay on the one <laughs> hand you have the bloodlust and the the gore and everything and then animal crossing which is so gentle and docile it's like I would probably end up playing it for about five minutes and falling to sleep.
0: (laughs) Oh, I fell (laughs) asleep. an hour passed. Oops. So I think uh, when we get to our live streams in April, um, I'll probably have some things to say by then about Animal Crossing. Now, Neff, I'll ask you, if you were to buy a Switch, would you get the regular version or the cheaper one that's handheld only?
1: I would probably, because of the disc, the um, the the Joy Cons being uh, detachable, get the more expensive version. Honestly,
0: okay, you
1: know? because it's you can actually get. There's actually somebody who 3D printed a little uh, doohickey that allows you to hold both Joy Cons in one hand and operate them one-handedly. Really? Yeah, it's on the Etsy store, and I was going. Hmm. Maybe. But back to back—is that how it would work? Or no? The, it, from from what I remember, and I have to look it up again. uh basically, it's like a V shape. Okay. And it's they slam them in there, and in that way, you can actually operate everything one-handedly. Now oh, it I looks see. a little awkward, but I'm I'm I'd be curious to see how it actually works in practice. Back to back, I think there'd be a problem of you know trying to operate the uh, especially the the uh, the joy to- the joy toggles right. -hmm. Like the buttons, it isn't so hard, but when you're trying to operate joysticks, it's like. Mm.
0: Um, It's official. Shad is getting a switch. We're looking at the uh, responses in the chat. Uh, Liz, who is a longtime listener and supporter of us, uh, she is an owner of the light version. Mm.
1: Well, and again, the other problem with the light version is you cannot connect that to your TV. Mm hmm. I- I'm sorry. I have a 55 inch TV and a receiver now with eight HDMI in ports. I'm going <laughs> to use them.
0: <laughs> now, here's the funny thing: my switch, the console, just sits in the in the bay next to the TV. I hardly ever take it out.
1: Oh, so you're so you're one of those who's nicely nicely ensconced in your chair and looking at the giant screen, going, "Ah,
0: that's nice." Yes. Now, if I we're to invest in a TV in my bedroom one day, which I don't have, then mm. maybe uh, you know we'll make it a little more portable in that point. But otherwise, uh, I don't see any reason for me to take it out, ex- except maybe if I go on a trip or something.
1: I, I was going to say, can you actually buy extra cradles, or are you limited just to the cradle that you know comes with the thing?
0: That's a good question. Shall we look it up?
1: Why not? Since we're live on air. <laughs> it's so, amazing the things we happen to run into as we, as we talk on the, on the live podcast. And, you know, some of it makes it to the final edited version, some of it doesn't. I think this will make it there.
0: Let's see. Uh, the answer is. Uh, oh, let's go
1: to the official okay. list. Okay. And I'm looking in the chat room. Uh, one of our listeners, is again, Shinigami Liz, indicating yes, you can buy extra cradles.
0: Somebody selling one for a hundred and eighty five no uh that is a third party selling it on Amazon for a hundred and eighty five bucks.
1: I believe the expression there is rip and off.
0: <laughs> uh GameStop sells a pre owned for seventy bucks.
1: Okay, pre owned. So a legitimate one is probably from Nintendo's probably a hundred. That
0: that's what I would guess. Which is Which is one-third the cost of a new system.
1: (laughs) Well, if you want to have another, you know. Because I don't don't know if it's possible to actually connect via HDMI cable from the Switch itself to uh, a TV. I don't think so. I don't think so
0: either. No.
1: So it's all in the magic of the cradle. So, yeah, I can see that the cradle is, you know, a bit of coin. Because don't forget, folks, game consoles themselves are usually sold at a loss. They make the money up on the software or the
0: hardware Which, since,
1: well, since well no, since Nintendo controls all the software, they get all the coin
0: uh, it's funny you say coin when we just talked about Mario. <laughs> <laughs> ha that, that, that was
1: that was a deliberate one there <laughs> yes it's like the the rumors about the p s five that's coming uh they're saying it costs four hundred fifty dollars u s just to produce the darn thing, ooh, and I'm going. Yikes! For that money, it better play PS5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and everything else. Thank you very much.
0: Even the Genesis?
1: (laughs) Okay, if it played Genesis games, that would be (laughs) impossible. But Exactly. (laughs) Genesis CD games. There were Genesis CD games. Some of them were actually quite nice.
0: True. They were called Sega CDs before the Saturn came along, right?
1: That's correct, yeah. Okay. And it was a big, this, this big honking thing that you sort of like slammed into the genesis. It made it look like, to quote Arnold, It had a tumor.
0: <laughs> we are going to take a commercial break right now. When we come back, Neff and I are going to discuss a trend in Japan that uh, is being used as the premise of an upcoming anime... Scheduled, and we asterisk the word scheduled to be released this coming summer. So stay tuned here on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast hosted by Anchor. I'm JR, and uh, Nef Canuck is uh, Nef Canuck. Hi, Nef. Hi. I think I'm Nef Canuck.
1: Am I Nef Canuck? (laughs) I'm not even sure these days.
0: Yeah. Uh, So talking about Japan now, um, we know that Japan um, really taken aggressive steps with regards to uh, the current uh, global pandemic, Um, and uh, I think they're going to keep... uh, Big events curtail for just a little while longer as uh, the virus makes its way around. doesn't seem like uh, there are a lot of new cases in Japan lately, which is a good thing, but uh, they're taking the extra precautions just to be safe. But uh, on a positive note, uh, they always seem to be a country and a nation that always bounces back from whatever... It gets thrown at them, especially them, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, for an island nation where essentially they could, in theory, be cut off fairly easily from the outside world, they they do manage some amazing feats, you know, when faced with disasters that would, you know, send other nations into panics.
0: Mm. They just um, commemorated the ninth anniversary yesterday, as we record this, of... Uh, the sad and unfortunate uh, earthquake and tsunami and nuclear disaster, um, which was the uh, worst disaster in Japan since the Second World War. Um, But uh, now they've uh, reopened a few more areas that were originally under um, travel restrictions in Japan, and uh, a major train artery that links the eastern coast of Japan From Tokyo up to uh, Sendai, which is the capital of Miyagi Prefecture, uh, is going to open on Saturday. So that's going to be um, a big uh, development over there and something that uh, I know uh, people living in those areas will welcome very much. Well,
1: yeah, because in those areas, I'm pretty sure they would have, you know, supplies that are coming in mostly by rail because it would be, you know, Because of the volume of them, right? So you know, getting that rail line reestablished is probably a major, a major step to trying to you know get everything back to a semblance of normal.
0: Exactly, exactly. And uh, it is also a um, more relaxed way to get about um, to certain parts of Japan. Uh, Tokyo and Sendai are two cities that are connected by bullet train, so you can get from Tokyo to Sendai in about an hour and change. Uh, Or if you have nothing to do and you just want to be lazy, you can take the scenic route along the Joban line, which is the final segment they're going to open. And I believe they're going to restart a few daily, uh, what they call limited express trains from Tokyo to Sendai via that route. And it's about five to six hours. So if you uh, really want to take it easy, you could uh, take one of those services. Mm, That sounds absolutely pleasant. Mm. And certainly, uh, puttering, as I've mentioned before, uh, certainly mentioned a lot of times when we did Extreme Anime Radio. Uh, On my last trip to Japan, I did the old Tokaido Road by train. Essentially meaning, instead of traveling from Tokyo to Kyoto by bullet train, which I've done X amount of times, I did the same travel by local commuter train. So it took me several days to do the trip after making a few stops along the way. And it's a really uh, an eye-opening experience. You get to see parts of Japan that most other tourists to the country basically gloss over.
1: Mm. That's actually one of the things you always want to try and do when you're traveling. Not not hit every, I'll use the term, tourist trap. Uh, You want to try and get out of that and you want to try and get to the more real parts of, of uh, a country that you're visiting, I think.
0: Definitely. Um, I've already uh, kind of put together a list of what I want to do. Um, as I've mentioned on the podcast, my hope is to uh, try to visit Japan sometime this year, not in the immediate future, but later on, uh, and hopefully by then the uh, coronavirus outbreak is uh, taken care of. Uh, but uh, on my list... Uh, definitely one city is Nagoya. Uh, Nagoya is a city that I actually stayed in for two nights on the last trip. I stayed in a hotel very modern and very close to uh, the train station, a, um, one of the premium rooms in one of the business hotels. Very, very spacious, big windows. Uh, but I kind of just used that hotel as a base for going around to other places. So uh, essentially, I went to uh, Yokaichi, I went to Gifu, and one or two other places from Nagoya. But I never really actually saw anything in Nagoya aside from the train station, um, the 30-plus centimeter long shrimp that I had for dinner one night that was recommended by the hotel, and the convenience stores. I was gonna say
1: a thirty centimeter long shrimp.
0: I think it was thirty five chop- actually.
1: With chopsticks. Wow.
0: Yes. So that uh, that whole set plus a uh, draft beer, I think came up to a little over thirty bucks for the dinner.
1: Okay, and I, I keep forgetting that, you know, in Japan food is not priced at in restaurants that, you know, it's either, you know, cheap and crude or so expensive you're like taking out a car loan to pay for it yeah japan <laughs> has this nice, has, has that figured out
0: oh yeah uh something that japan has figured out as well is how you can be busy with your time essentially um there are a lot of things to do and there are a lot of social things to do uh, both that are acceptable and or maybe questionable.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh do go
0: on. <laughs> but um, a recent trend in these last few years uh, for people who need it is the rental of different people to act as uh, somebody close to you. Okay. I'm just sort of going
1: blink, blink. (laughs) Hello, meet my, you know, girlfriend who, you know, apparently has a, you know, tap-to-pay feature somewhere. Oh, dear. (laughs) That's just wrong.
0: So if you've ever thought about uh, dating somebody in another country, well, these rental services might be for you. Um, They've been featured on uh, Conan O'Brien, was the most popular example on his uh, talk show a few years ago when he visited Japan. And he heard about this uh, service where you can rent out people and pretend uh, that they're close to you. So he rented out, um, I believe, an elderly mother, father, and a teenage daughter from Japan for several hours. Uh,
1: Okay, I knew Conan O'Brien wasn't right. Now I'm sure he isn't right.
0: <laughs> and there are services that will actually do this and um you rent these people by the hour and uh you can do whatever you want as long as it's not of a uh uh beyond like a G rating essentially. I
1: I was going to say anything that you know would get the fool in the closet wearing velour happy. No, that's for
0: Bolton. <laughs> So um, I believe uh, one of the things that Conan did with his new father was ask him to, you know, say that he was sorry for the way uh, um, Conan was treated as a child.
1: That is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And some unresolved issues for Mr. O'Brien, apparently.
0: Oh, yes. Mm. Um, So there are these... um, websites that you can go on and some apps, too, where you can scroll through and rent people. uh, You can rent, like, an elderly gentleman. You can rent uh, um, a woman to uh, walk you around the town or do um, various things, Um, and I believe uh, the going rates go at uh, 6,000 yen or about, uh, what, 55, 60 U.S. dollars an hour. Okay. And most of them have 2 or 3 hour minimums. And he spit his drink out.
1: I I, I was expecting something like that. I sure or I should have been. <laughs> oh boy. 2-3 hour minimums. Oh.
0: But um this actually um serves a sort of a social need in Japan because I've read the uh, some stories about people uh, renting uh, people out when they actually want to talk about problems that they're having in their lives. So somebody who can offer them encouragement or advice or root them on or whatnot. Um, There are others who uh, rent uh, people out because um, they want to bring up a serious issue or apologize to one of their close family members for something that may have happened, and they're too scared to do it, so they'll often rent one of these people out to do it on their behalf. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I'm just trying to think of it, and I'm going, you know what? my problem is i'm too cheap if i have a problem i generally would you know want to do it myself but that's just me
0: yeah um the co- um the company that uh, conan uh, hired from to rent his three people he asked the uh, the company president and by the way he's not only the president he's also a- <laughs>
1: oh god He's also a rental, in other words. Oh.
0: Yes. He, he, he helps many different clients uh, with various things. But he's also the president and CEO of one of the companies who actually does this. And Conan asked him, um, how long can you retain someone's services after you pay? And uh, what do you think the answer to that might be?
1: Hmm. After you pay? I, I don't know.
0: Three years.
1: Okay, that's
0: shocking. If you're willing to pay, Mm. you you can retain their services for three years. Now, if I'm the
1: rentee as opposed to the rentor, if I'm the rentee, I'm willing to literally spend three years of my life with a, in theory, complete stranger, doing nothing else, and okay... That, that, that means that the person who is the rentee really doesn't have much of a life either, like, <laughs> to be able to do
0: that. Well, I should also add um, something I didn't bring up. Uh, some of these people uh, who rent from these services, uh, I've read that they might be shy to visit a new place. So they'll actually hire these people as tour guys to show them around.
1: Well, okay, that 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 I can see. You know, I mean, you know, it, it would make perfect sense, especially you know, if it's if it's something you've never done before, you're a little anxious. So yeah, I could see that working out quite well. And if the person, for example, spoke another language, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that would be helpful.
0: So um, if you guys uh, think I'm talking gibberish here, uh, go online and search uh, Japan girlfriend rental, Japan boyfriend rental or that sort of thing, look up uh, the articles. There are many videos on YouTube where people actually renting these people out for the videos, and they kind of go in-depth asking them how things go with the company, why you decide to, uh, um, you know, rent your your services out this way. Uh, Very, very interesting to see uh, the various... uh, things that people say, Um, and as I pointed out as we started the show, this type of rental service is being reflected in a manga that is soon going to become an anime, Um, hopefully um, pending any of the issues going on in the world right now, this anime will be out during the summer, and there are a few um, previews that you can watch on YouTube now. The name of the uh, series is Kanojo Okarishimasu. The English title is Rent-A-Girlfriend. At this time, I don't think there is a North American or English language distributor. Um, I haven't seen anything according to the information I've read. Um, But obviously, you know, as these uh, animes get close, most of them, they'll have... uh, some sort of distribution deal in place, and you'll be able to watch the shows as they come out. But um, it is being animated by uh, TMS, uh, better known for their Loop on the Third work many, many years ago. Right? Okay,
1: now, yeah, no, but now I'm getting this mental image, and I'm going, whoa, this could go really goofy really quickly. Do,
0: Am I right? TMS. T- TMS did yeah, do Loop it, on the it, Third, yeah, you're, right?
1: You're, you're exactly right, and that's why I'm going, okay, this definitely a wa- sounds like watchable, even if the premise sounds a little weird. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, now, if I'm a betting man, and I've been known to place a better too, who would pick up this license? My gut says this would be something that Funimation would jump on like a dog on a T-bone
0: steak. Mm.
1: So what say you? Would, you? would you agree, or would you say maybe Crunchyroll, maybe High Dive?
0: I mean, I don't know much involved. about how uh, uh, these uh, production companies and networks interact with the uh, North American distributors. I do know uh, that the uh, TBS channel in Japan is airing it. So I don't know if that gives out a clue.
1: Not necessarily, because I do believe TBS, uh, the, the, the Japanese uh, distributor uh, channel, rather, uh, they've done... Animes that have gone to several of the distributors here in North America, so I don't think that's the clue. I, I'm just going more by the premise, okay, and the fact that the dialogue is as I suspect because I do believe I do believe I've, I've read that premise. Now, mm-hmm. that would be
0: something I think that Funimation would would tend to like to use. Mm. Um, let's see here. It is a romantic comedy, and I will read uh, I'll read the summary verbatim from uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Kazuya Kinoshita has broken up with his girlfriend after dating for about a month. He uses an online app to rent a girlfriend who uh, turns out to be a beautiful and attractive girl. However, because she appears to be too perfect, he writes her a low rating. But uh, then uh, the person berates him for that and reveals she is meaner than he expected. And then uh, it goes into a few more discoveries about the two... And uh well goes from there, I think. I don't want to say too much.
1: And like I said, that, that to me sounds like something that Funimation would just go fine.
0: <laughs> so if you're interested, uh the name of the anime is uh Rent a Girlfriend, aka Kanojo Okarishimas. It's being uh uh broadcast on the animeism block for uh MBS, which is uh, Mainichi Broadcasting, uh, and also um, TBS. Um, Mainichi Broadcasting, I think, just serves uh, Osaka, if I'm not mistaken, and TBS serves uh, the rest of the country. Very interesting, though, that uh, the rental of these specific services is a thing right now, um, something that's popped up in the last few years.
1: Uh I think I think in North America they'll stick to like renting cars and things like that for a while longer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or if it was me, I probably would just putter around on my own or bring a friend with me to Japan. I think it'd be safer that way.
1: Uh I was going to say you you'd be safe with this rental service as long as your credit card held out, I suppose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see uh a few people in the chat room One person says I should be renting myself out to hang out with people. Somebody else says I want to be a financial dominatrix.
1: That is a mental image I so did not need. (laughs) Because all I have now is this mental image of somebody, you know, dressed as a dominatrix. But instead of whips and chains, they're going at you with piggy banks, you know, and throwing piggy banks at you.
0: I have to stop you there, otherwise I'm going to have to mark this podcast as explicit, and I don't want to do that.
1: (laughs) Yes, no, 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 we don't want that.
0: (laughs) But uh, it is the top of the hour, and that means uh, our podcast is about to come to a close. Uh, Neff, anything you'd like to say to sum up what we discussed tonight?
1: Well, I think we bounced around a few topics and uh like I said whether it be gaming, uh anime or whatever's going on in the world, the Extreme Scenario podcast tries to be entertaining, tries to be uh enlightening and basically tries to make sure that uh, we're at least fun
0: for you people and I hope we are. Definitely. Ooh. Um I almost forgot uh, do you remember we did a taste test, or I did a taste test on the last uh, live stream, right?
1: That's right, yeah.
0: And I, uh, one of the last things I had was uh, a yogurt uh, block mochi, and That's right, uh, yeah. I said that it will probably be better uh, if I were to throw it in the fridge, as the uh, people from Boxu recommended, and then try it after that. After trying yep. it, I give it a woohoo.
1: Aha, so it was the consistency.
0: The consistency was better, and the taste is better throwing it into the fridge.
1: Hmm, interesting. A, a, a dessert or a sweet that actually tastes better in the fridge.
0: Yes. Um, now, I've ordered uh, some more items from Boksu uh, besides the uh, monthly crate. Because, uh, well, yesterday they had a flash sale. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then I saw, remember those Hokkaido pancake cookies?
1: Yeah, the ones you were drooling over.
0: Yes. They were discounted so much, I bought a ton of them to the point where I tipped over where they actually give me a discount over a certain amount. Okay. (laughs) So in addition to that... Yokohama Butter Sandwich Cookie. That's the other thing I'm trying. Hmm. One of the things I had considered uh, was a different type of mochi that they serve during the summer. And the packages actually come in uh, three different smaller packages one with the block of mochi, one Mm -hmm. with the the powder so you don't get uh, your hands too sticky. And then the third one would like uh, a black sugar uh, liquid that you can pour over it. It's meant to be a summer uh, treat. And uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have cut it out of my order because of the weight. And that caused the shipping price to go uh, a little higher than I wanted.
1: Uh, yes, shipping. Shipping is one of those fun things when you're shipping overseas. Weight is so – like it's literally that one little bit and then –
0: like, the only thing, though, is I noticed they didn't charge me tax. I know in, in previous occasions they have charged me tax uh, for orders. They didn't do it this time.
1: That's weird because if they charged you before, why would they suddenly stop unless they weren't supposed to tar- charge you the first time around? Mm-hmm. And then they realized that, they corrected it, but they didn't actually give you a credit for the tax they mistakenly charged you.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, I paid for the uh, good old cheapo shipping, which means hopefully in about two weeks I'll get it. Uh, and maybe I'll, I'll post a report on Instagram because I may not get it by the time we do our next uh, live stream. Um, and to reiterate, uh, we're going to do one more live stream uh, for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast this month, and then we will return with live streams in April. We will, though, drop uh, a podcast show Uh, for Ballet Cosplay Safety, which we hope you'll tune into. Uh, Please follow us uh, on social media uh, for more information as we get closer to that. And uh, we'll also let you know uh, the day and time that we're going to air our next live stream. And uh, speaking of social media, Neff, why don't you give us the closing commentary and let everybody know how they can find us on social media. Okay, on Facebook, we're at facebook.com forward slash anime radio,
1: Twitter at anime radio or Twitter.com forward slash anime radio, and on Instagram at extreme anime radio. And if you want to reach us out by good old
0: fashioned email, extreme anime radio at gmail.com. That's if you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you hear on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Um, Another thing I want to say is a quick shout-out and thank you to Daphne, a.k.a. Daph Interesting, an artist that we've worked with uh, at Extreme Anime Radio for several years now. She was the one that uh, brought us a new extreme anime radio podcast logo with a chibi version of sarah yoshida that i think uh, turned out very well
1: i think so too i, I thought it was
0: quite cute and quite uh, appropriate definitely so uh we hope you will uh, continue to follow us uh here on the extreme anime radio podcast and please follow us on social media for the date and time of our next uh live stream Hopefully, it'll be uh, Thursday or Wednesday of next week. Um, Wednesday or Thursday of next week, that is. Um, Keebler Elves Mafia is watching my house. Somebody Great. said in the chat room.
1: Yeah. Now, all I have is this mental image of the Keebler Elves dressed all in black with shades and tiny little guns pointed <laughs> at the ready. Yikes.
0: Yeah. So, on that note, I think we thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've had a blast tonight, and we do hope that all of you guys uh, stay safe and uh, informed as best as you can with regards to what's going on in the world these days. As Neff said, this is just a rock in the road, and I think in time we'll be just fine.
1: Yes, I, I think again, remember, folks, it's not about panic but it's about preparation and perseverance.
0: So, with that being said, for Neff, I'm JR. We thank you so much for listening. And remember,
1: keep on listening for the Extreme On Radio podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next
0: time. So, that amount of that close was about 20 seconds, so just keep that in mind when you're washing your hands. Thank you so much, and have a good one. See you next time.